You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Su podcast, episode number ninety-five. This episode is sponsored by Eric Su Insider, an online community where you get advice and tips from Eric Su on weekly conference calls. Learn more at ericwsu.com/insider and how you can get started. Hey there, it's Eric Su, and I wanted to personally thank you for listening to my podcast. If you are new, welcome. If you are a longtime listener, I appreciate your continued support. Did you know your review on iTunes and Stitcher helps grow this podcast? Well, it does. So write a review today. Not into writing a review? Then maybe you would like to make a small donation. You can do so by clicking the "Be My Patron" Podbean link on my podcast page. Finally, helping others is the name of the game. So help a friend by sharing this podcast with them. Let's keep this movement growing. Now on to the show. Health tips and useful wellness advice without the hype. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue podcast, with inspiring guests and engaging fitness, nutrition, and the healthy living topics. You will be entertained and excited until the end. And now your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. We have a knowledgeable and fun personal trainer with us today. His name is Chase Robert Shap. We will be talking about how to pick the right trainer for you. So, without any delay, let me introduce you all to Chase. Chase, are you ready to make it happen? Let's do this, man. Awesome. Excited to be here. Thanks for having me on, Eric. No problem. Chase has a bachelor's of fine arts in acting. He has a bachelor's of science in supply supply chain management. He has a certificate of strong first kettlebell. He is a precision nutrition coach, and he is a NASM certified personal trainer. Chase, that was just a little bit about who you are. Can you share with us a little bit more and how you got started? Sure, um, I'd be glad to. Um, I grew up in Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, small, specifically Garner, small town right outside. And I came up to Chicago with a bunch of ambition, and um, I'll go ahead and connect the dots. Um, to the background you provided for everybody, but I came up to the city uh, for a desk job and quickly realized that uh, my passion wasn't crunching numbers and working at a desk. So um, it took me a while to, to realize that fitness was indeed the right industry for me, um, but I have always enjoyed helping people, and fitness has always been easy for me, and um which I'm so blessed to, to say that, but I know there are so many people out there that that isn't the case for them. And I uh, really realized that I could make a big impact on people's lives if I blend, um, you know, my love to help people and teach as well as my knowledge for fitness. So I have been in the fitness industry as a working professional for about a year, um, and I have enjoyed every minute of it. So, uh, again, thank you for having me on. Sure, no problem. I'm glad you're here to share your knowledge and wisdom with our audience. And let's dive into this um, topic about how to pick a right trainer for our audience. However, before I forget, what is one cool or unique fact about yourself, Chase? Because my audience really loves to hear about this answer. Uh, cool, unique fact. Um, let's see. I am a dual citizen. Uh, the United States and Canada, and uh, that's not exciting enough. I had my passport stolen uh, <laughs> while I was abroad. Um, just 
spice things up. So there was a time I felt like I was Jason Bourne for about 24 hours until I got the visa. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. Um, that dual citizenship, how does that work for you, by the way? Uh, well, you know, I've never lived in Canada. My dad's side of the family is, is where it comes from. My dad's from Toronto. Um, so I have no problem traveling to and from Canada. Um, but to be honest, I've been in the United States my whole life. I, uh, grew up in upstate New York, um, or I was born in upstate New York, grew up in Raleigh. So, uh, it feels more, it, it feels a lot cooler than it is, I think. Um, it's a good conversation starter and I feel like it adds a little bit of swag to me a little bit, but <laughs> I mean, you know, I've been in the United States my whole life, so I just kind of use it to kind of make myself feel good. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, so beyond that, and in addition to all your personal training, um, let's go into this topic about how to pick the right trainer and, um, sure. What, how, how do you describe it to people or how do you help people pick the right trainer, Chase? And what is your method? Yeah. Uh, great, 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 great question. Um, uh, short answer, it's all about fit. Um, but, you know, I guess my approach is, you know, my, my general take on fitness as it pertains to most people, um, it's not something that happens overnight. And I know there's a lot of information on the interwebs and there, there's a lot of different programs that people are exposed to. But the reality is for most people, it's not something uh, that is an overnight fix. And that means that whatever trainer or gym that they decide to use is something or someone that they're going to need to feel very, very, very comfortable with. Um, they, we are coaches. I look at personal trainers as coaches, um, because from, from point A to whatever point B is, uh, for someone who uses a personal trainer, it, it's a long battle tested road, you know? Um, so at the end of the day, it comes down to fit. Um, it's, do you feel comfortable with that person? Are they invested in you and not themselves? Um, because I strongly believe everyone that has a goal, fitness goal, everyone has what it takes. Everyone has what it takes already inside them to, to achieve what they want. Um, they just need that spark. They need that that friend that hopes, um, you know, that trainer that's willing to say, look, man, you got it in you. Like, here's the program we got for you. Here's here's the journey we're going to go on. Like, let's do it together. Um and, you know, let's get through the good times, get through the bad times. It's all about fit. And it's, it's a very, very, very personal experience. Um, everyone starts from a different place. Um, fitness is very relative. Goals are very different. Um, and at the very, very end of the day, it's all about are you able to connect with your trainer? Are you able to comfortably share stories about your day, about your week, you know, your family? Um Life doesn't revolve around fitness. Fitness revolves around life. And, you know, a lot of times I see people that start with a plan, hypothetically, of going to the gym three times a week uh, to train with a trainer. And, you know, life happens, right? Mm -hmm. Random things happen. You're not able to make it. You'll get held up at work. There are certain things 
out of your control that maybe add a speed bump to your journey of fitness. And, you know, you really need somebody that, uh, you know, if, you're, if you have a trainer, you really need a trainer that understands that and understands that you know, things come up. And you know what, if, if you're not able to make it to the gym today and you said you would, you know what, that's okay. Just wipe the slate clean, pick up where you left off. Um, and, and it's all, it's really fit, man. And I, I don't mean to oversimplify it, yeah. but, you know, at the end of the day, if you're not able, for, from a trainer's point of view, if you're not able to connect with a client, you know, it doesn't matter how great of a program you have for them, whether it pertains to training or nutrition, if you're not able to connect with that individual, if you're not able to motivate them to put in the work, you know, if you're not able to get them in the door, then my argument is you don't have a good program. You're not doing, you're not living up to your end of the bargain. And on the flip side, if you're someone looking for a trainer, you know, you want someone that you're excited to see. You want someone that, you know, I, I, even if I'm having a bad day, you know what? I got a I got a training session with Eric tonight. Eric's my guy. He always makes me feel good. He always pushes me. I feel so comfortable sharing, you know, anything with him, whether I have a bad day or something going on in my family or personal life. I mean, that's what you need because, again, fitness revolves around life. So, you know, you go into the journey because everyone has a different one. You go into the journey and you have an idea of where you're going, but you know there's going to inevitably be challenges that come up along the way. And when you seek out a personal trainer, you, you enter the journey together as a team. Hmm. Um, you know, and you need to like your teammates. you got to love your teammates. Um, so for everybody listening, if you're looking for a personal trainer, you have got to be comfortable around them. you got to trust them. They got to be someone that you would want on your team because it's going to be going to be a process. There's going to be ups and downs, um, and you want to make sure that you have someone who's right by your side, through thick and thin, that's going to help you get through it. Chase, real quick question so here. That's the most important thing. Yeah, I totally agree with what you said so far, and and I, I was just curious to know, in your opinion. Uh, my audience may be wondering, like every trainer out there, they may be um, charging differently, you know, and sure. um, does that play into it or how, how would you advise our, our audience about the pricing of a trainer? Sure, great question. Well, I, I totally understand every, everyone has a budget. Everyone has a different budget uh, for the most part. And sometimes, you know, the hourly rate or package price comes into play and oftentimes it's a break decision whether or not someone can use a trainer um that's a really tough tough challenge um you know you you definitely want to find someone first that you trust um and you know you obviously have to be able to afford it um i guess the best piece of advice that i could give people listening is do your homework on the background and certifications that the trainers have um, you know, it's kind of the buyer beware thing, you know, you, you, you want to have a good trainer, but you know, at the same time you have to do your due diligence and look, you know, at what is out there, you know, what, what are the best 
you know, pieces of equipment, what are the best tools, what are the best certifications. Uh, me, for example, I am a strong first kettlebell instructor. Now, I love kettlebells because they are very, very effective at getting a lot of different things done. The question I'll ask the people listening is, you know, how, how much do you value your health? How important is, you know, whatever your, your fitness goal is, if you know it, you know, how important is it? Um, because, you know, at the end of the day, it, you're going to get what you pay for. If you find someone that really knows what they're doing, even if you're paying a little bit more, um, you know, it's an investment in yourself at the end of the day. Um, and I've seen a lot of people that um, kind of use price as an objection. But, you know, at the end of the day, if you find someone good who's qualified, who who uses the most effective training tools and, and training modalities, um, you know, it's worth it. Mm. It's totally worth it. Real quick here, but that's Chase. A tough question. To be honest, I don't know if I can give you a straight answer on that. No, I think that's appropriate uh, advice. And, and certainly, uh, in my experience, you know, I want to, in, in, when I had my facility, I wanted to have everyone as a client. And I wanted to make everyone uh, be able to afford what I was charging. And, um, you know, at one point, it was sort of like, well, this is what I charge. But, you know, I know that budget, your budget isn't uh, as much as you um, can afford. And so, uh, well, lower my price just a little bit so you can train with me. And at the same time, I, I, I felt like it was... Um, this a disservice to them because uh, everyone else is paying, you know, a little bit more. But um, you know, a good trainer I find uh, finds ways to help others, and, and that's that's how I saw it. Yeah, you know, I, I completely agree with that. Um, you know, I think as a trainer, you need to be confident in what you offer uh, when you set, you know, your 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 prices, whether they pertain to single sessions or packages. You need to stand behind it. Um, and I think there's a lot to be said um, for people who stand behind that. Now, at the same time, if price becomes an issue for someone, I think that is the trainer's responsibility to have a decent referral network. Um, you, know, you need point. to have friends or people or, or places that you're comfortable saying, you know what, I understand if you know, price is an issue with you. You know what, I have a great trainer down the street. I think they'd be a great fit for you. I think um, you know, they'd be within your budget. Um, because, you know, we're all, I think you and I talked about this before, Eric, we're all, uh, trainers, as trainers, we're all in this together. We're all going after the same thing, right? We're all trying to make the world a better place. We're all trying to make society healthier. And it's totally cool if you charge premium rates, but at the same time, you have the responsibility of knowing what else is out there because, regardless of whether someone chooses to go with you as a trainer or someone else, you should be able to give them an answer. Right. Um, you know, for me, like, yeah, I, I'm a kettlebell instructor. It's, it's very world-class type training. Um, there is a premium charge that comes with it. But if there's someone who can't work with me from a budget standpoint, you know, I am aware of what else exists in the city of Chicago to where I'm comfortable making a recommendation to that person if it prices an issue. So, so I think it's our responsibility as trainers to, to know everything that exists around us so that even if there's an issue with my 
price point or your price point, we can still point that person looking for training services in a great direction to hopefully get the same results that they want. I totally agree, Chase. And um, uh, I, I also know that a lot of my audience or people who are listening right now, they must be wondering, well, if I'm with a trainer that uh, isn't getting me the results, what should I do? Yeah, good question. Well, um, hmm. <laughs> well, I can tell you what I would do. Um, you know, everyone kind of approaches things a little bit different. Um, I am, am very outgoing, so I usually don't have a problem questioning things that maybe I'm skeptical about or don't agree with. Um, and when I say that, I mean from a face-to-face -face standpoint. So hypothetically, Eric, say you were my trainer and I didn't think you were getting me the results that I'm paying for, personally, I don't have an issue going up to you professionally, face-to-face, -face, you know, questioning the type of training you do, talking about how I feel like I haven't gotten the results that I'm paying for. Yeah, so, so my, my personality complex is I'm not afraid to approach someone face-to-face -to -face and discuss the, the issue of not getting the results um, based on what I'm paying you. And for other people listening, everyone has a different style, right? Some people don't have a problem putting themselves out there. And some people would prefer going about that via email or going about that via text. And that's totally fine. That's totally cool. And I mean, you know, not everyone likes confronting an issue face-to-face. -face. And you know what? That's not a bad thing. Everybody's different. Everybody's got a different style of approaching an issue like that. Right. Um, but it's very, very important that it's, it needs to be addressed. Um, you know, it's not, it's not a bad thing to address that. Um, because you know what, I'll use you as an example again. If, I, if I'm your trainer and you feel like I'm not getting your, the, the results, you know, I need to, I need to know that. Mm. You need to tell me because here's what's going to happen. I'm hopefully going to recognize I need to step my game up. Right. And if I can't step my game up, I need to reevaluate what I'm doing as a trainer and think about more continuing education, right? right. Or, you know, you, you really need to go with somebody else. And it's it, that's a great question because it's easier said than done, right? If you build up a relationship with a trainer and you guys have become really good friends, um, but all of a sudden you realize you're not really getting the results you want, um, it's, a hard, it's a hard thing to to tackle it's a tough conversation yeah. to have um but i genuinely believe the best way to approach it is you know do what feels right to you yeah. like for me it would be sitting down with the person face to face i mean that's how that's how i roll but i totally understand the people that are like oh my gosh that would be so uh, you know i'd be so anxious i'd be so scared yeah. i wouldn't want to do that face to face um go about an email go about it over the phone mm -hmm. um but yeah, that, that's the, the important thing is really getting it on the table because if you don't, then that can lead to a whole host of other issues. Um, that, that we'll leave that for another day. But yeah, yeah. it's really getting it on the table, bringing it out to the open, yeah. and doing it in a way that you feel comfortable with. Yeah, and I think that's this particular um, question about how how do I um, stop 
uh, my relationship with a trainer, that whole issue. I, I don't know if you've talked to many people who you've asked and they said, oh, I used to have this trainer. And then, you know, they would say some positive, they would say some negative things and so forth. But they, in my experience, a lot of the people who just said, oh, we just stopped training or, together or something. It, I didn't really dive into it. But um, what is your experience with, with some of those uh, types of people? Just real quick. I just just want to clarify the, the people that just kind of stop training with you and don't really give an answer. Yeah. Um, and you're asking what, what my take is on this thing. Yeah. 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 No, that's a, that's a good question. Um, you know what? I personally, um, I don't, I don't let it get to me. So, so the, I have had a few instances where people just have stopped training Mm -hmm. and just haven't felt the need to really explain why they're just done. Um, they just left, right? <laughs> my, yeah, they just left and, and they just disappear and you kind of don't know why. Um, you know, you kind of, for me, I, I do my best to kind of dig a little bit, but um, if we talk about like social psychology for a second, right? The minute that someone feels any kind of resistance, they're, they're, as human beings, we're forced to kind of push, right? Mm -hmm. So, so is, say, say you just stopped training with me. Eric, and say we had a good relationship, but say I'm, I'm throwing some pressing questions at you, trying to figure out why you're not training, right? And right. you, and you chose not to really explain why you were done training with me. Mm -hmm. We were just done, right? Yeah. And, the, you know, the second that I start pressing, you know, as human beings, we, we take that as resistance. And, you know, my opinion is, uh, you know, I don't want to damage the relationship. And, and so everyone has a different reason for continuing training, stopping training, not talking to you. You know, and it's very odd, and I, I've dealt with it as a trainer, and I know many others probably have as well, but... Yeah. You know, um, I guess one real quick here, Chase, that I guess where I was going with all this is, you know, uh, for our audience, just to be uh, aware that uh, trainers like us, we, we would really like the communication to be open. And that's that's really would be the professional way of going about it. And I get it with some people are just, you know, they no, just leave. you know, what? I totally agree, man. I totally agree with you, Eric. Like, it, it's so beneficial to us when the communication is open. And, and when words are being thrown back and forth and it's a dialogue and not, you know, a monologue. Yeah. Um, but I will say, man, like everyone is different. Everyone's got a different personality complex. And, you know, as much as trainers want to know, you know, why aren't you training? Why aren't you training? Why aren't you training? You got to totally respect the fact that, you know, they're human beings yeah. and everyone has a different reason for, um, making the decisions that they do. Um, you know, I, I had, I had, I'll use one example. I had a client who trained with me twice a week, um, every week, always on time, gave a hundred percent effort. We had great talks and, and conversations when we were together, trained for me for three months and all of a sudden he stopped and I have not heard from him since. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. No email, no text, yeah. no phone no social media, literally he kind of went MIA and yeah. you know, I can press, right. Yeah. I, I can really 
get angry if I allow myself to, but you know, what am I solving? Yeah. You know, he, he, you know, he made that decision for whatever reason. Yeah. And, you know, my job is to serve the world, yeah. for lack of a better word, right? It's yep. not just one person. It's to serve everyone that needs needs help and is ready for a change as it pertains to fitness, right? Absolutely. And when someone leaves like that, yeah, of course. Like, from a business standpoint, I want him in the door. Right. Twice a week, every week, like, it's great. I'm doing great as a trainer making money but you know what like these are people that we're dealing with you know they're not robots like he he just stopped training with me hmm. for, you know he has his reason yeah. and, and my job is to just acknowledge the fact that you know what maybe he's not ready to to keep this going maybe yeah. he's not comfortable with x y or z you know i have yeah. no idea the more i try to dig and find an answer the more time i am wasting and not using to serve other people who actually are ready and actually need it. Absolutely. Um, we're getting close to the end, Chase, and uh, kind of want to wrap this all up. And how would you kind of summarize uh, this topic of how to pick the right trainer uh, for our audience? Sure. Um, got to have fun. Got to connect. Got to see eye to eye. Got to feel comfortable. Um, really, it's like think of them as a friend, right? If you can be friends with them, you can probably train with them. And if you don't see them as someone you would ever want to be a friend with. Probably don't want to have them as a trainer. And, and in addition to that, um, would you have any um, health and wellness tips for those who just want to pick your brain and uh, want to know wh- how you think about health and wellness? What three tips can you share with our audience? Uh, tips. Well, um, I can give you three. And um, these are three tips that are kind of day-in, day-out kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to get your sleep. Sleep is important. So six to eight hours is seems to be the sweet spot. Um, very important. It can often be the make-or-break factor of uh, weight loss. So definitely get your sleep in. Uh, you want to stay hydrated. So drink a lot of water. And prioritize protein. So protein is very, 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 very important. A lot of people don't get nearly the amount that they should on a daily basis. Um, so, yeah, sleeping, hydration, and getting your protein in. Very good. Super Excellent. important. Very good tips. Excellent. And then finally, how do people get a hold of you, Chase? Um, all the contact information you'd like to share. Sure. Uh, well, you can reach me via email at C as in Charlie, R as in Robert, S as in Sam, 0411 at gmail.com. Um, I am in the process of creating a website, so I don't have one right now. Um, but you can reach me via email. I'm also uh, moderately active on Twitter. Um, my handle is um, SCH. A-A-P-C-R, and maybe you can include something in the show notes, sure. Eric, for people if they weren't able to write that down. Yep. Um, but yeah, email is preferred. Excellent, excellent. And if that doesn't work, I, I guess they can reach out to you and you can track me down. Sure, no problem. It sounds good. That sounds <laughs> good. I um, want to say that this topic is kind of, uh, uh, you know, it, it varies for everyone in their 
how they go about picking a trainer. So this is very informative. So I like that, and I really appreciate you. Sure, sharing. man. It's all about it's all about you, people listening. It's about you. Who do you feel comfortable with? Yeah. The most important thing. Most important thing. And uh, if if you want to check out Chase and, and see how he works and operates and see if he's a good fit, definitely I highly recommend that. Um, Chase, I look forward to meeting you in person, um, and I'll talk to you soon, okay? Yeah, likewise, Eric. Thanks for having me on, brother. No problem. Talk to you soon. All right, take care. Hey, it's Eric Sue again. Before I close the show, I'm excited to announce an upcoming three-part series with Dr. Andrew Hopkins about fitness, nutrition, and living a healthy lifestyle. Dr. Andrew was on episode number 30 if you missed his first show with me. This three-part series will be released in early March, so look out for it. Now to the close. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show and Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living is waiting for you, so stay active and be safe.